from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Wednesday. It's August 5th. We've got a great show in store for you. Looking forward to having Brandon McGinley on the show. He's got a new book out, which I have just started, called The Prodigal Church, and uh, it just is fascinating so far. Restoring Catholic Tradition in an Age of Deception. Brandon McGinley is a great writer and um, just been a friend of EWTN for a long time and uh, many different Catholic radio stations and based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, so looking forward to having Brandon on. I'm going to try to save some good time for him in this first uh, half hour. So looking forward to Brandon McGinley coming up here soon on this new book. Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment today. Going to talk about Catholic sacramentals. What is the difference between a sacrament and a sacramental? And I'll give you a little hint if you're wondering, well, what's a sacramental? Holy water. And the power of sacramentals in the church and why we look to them and use them. We'll have Bo Bonner with our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment here on this Wednesday, our weekly segment, uh, to talk about Catholic sacramentals today. I think that's going to be a good segment. Uh, Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. And we'll have your saint of the day. I have two guests today that I'm going to leave some good time because I'm really interested in the topics. Uh, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez seeing clearly. I can see clearly. Yes, he is. Now. After uh, uh, surgery well, yesterday, surgery yesterday. It's just, you said you were sitting on the deck last night and everything's just perfect. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. I saw some things I didn't want to see. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, I'm glad it all went well. Thank you. All right. Thank you. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Tony is seeking, uh, seeing clearly. He sees rainbows in the sky this morning. Yes. Is, is that true? There was the double rainbow this morning. I was looking for the pot of gold, but I think somebody beat me to it. <laughs> you find it. Let me know. Yeah, you're going to have to... You're going to have to get those eyes fine-tuned to find that, I think, uh, do you, yeah. Tony? But uh, good job. Good yeah, that job was huge this successful morning. Successful procedure. Yeah, uh, anytime you get a rainbow, it's always huge. But I don't think this is the first one we've had during your uh, your morning show, John. I think so. I, think of. I think so. I can't remember one. Got a Mark picture of down it the sitting date at the stoplight and got a picture of it for the for the wife and kids. They love, they'll love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's made its way around uh, the news here, uh, the news stations. They've got mm-hmm. pictures of a double rainbow and then the single rainbow. Depends on where you're at here in the uh, metropolitan area. Yeah, but it's a full one. I mean, it goes from you uh, know, one yeah. end to one end. It's it's incredible. It's like the golden arches, yeah. you know. Yeah. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, we got some scattered showers. That's why we have the uh, clouds that have just moved in and have some spotty showers here this morning and then maybe later on this uh, late this evening and then overnight. So we've got a little bit of rain chances in our forecast. Mr. Leonetti for this uh, hump day Wednesday. No uh, bike ride today. Noted. I didn't think so. Nope. I didn't think so. So you got a schedule for this week at all? I mean, you've, we'll you see. didn't do it Monday. I'll tell you, you know, walking out yesterday or walking out this morning, you know, it feels like it's October. Mm-hmm. Fall temperatures to start things out, yeah. A little Beautiful. bit cooler. That'll change by the weekend, by yeah. the way. It'll, I know, I heard. It's going gonna, it's gonna to warm up by Sunday. I heard, but it's nice to get a little reprieve here. Yeah, it certainly is. Well, we enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, It'll do. And, and who knows how long this will last right Indeed. now. All right, this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. Besides the rainbows being sighted around the Mercy One studios and the double rainbows, we have scattered showers in the area, cloudy skies, calm winds, and 57 degrees. Today, those spotty showers will give way to partly cloudy skies later on this morning. High of 78 degrees here in central Iowa, southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, uh, scattered showers in the forecast overnight for a low of 61 degrees. And tomorrow, a few showers early and then a high of 82 degrees for your Thursday, Friday, partly cloudy and dry high of 86 degrees and the weekend saturday we're going to see some morning showers a high of 90 degrees and sunday hot and humid with a high of 93 degrees so progressively getting warmer each day the rest of this week well in the news on this wednesday morning the organizers for the imt des moines marathon have canceled in-person racing this year due to the continuing situation with the covid 19 virus and a recent proclamation amended by the city of des moines that limits outdoor gatherings to 200 150 people or fewer. Now, this year's Des Moines Marathon was scheduled to take place on October 17th and 18th. The Marathon's website said all runners who paid registration can defer their entry fee to the 2021 Marathon or to the Des Moines Marathon's uh, virtual events. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night's Major League Baseball scoreboard, they had interleague play, and the Cubs won their uh, fifth in a row as they defeated the Kansas City Royals 5-4 at Wrigley Field. That series shifts to Kansas City tonight, first pitch at 7 o'clock. And the Twins also winning their fifth in a row as Minnesota defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates 7-3, to uh, both the Twins and Cubs with records of 9-2 and thus far. The White Sox beat Milwaukee 3-2. to White Sox now have won six in a row. Cleveland down Cincinnati 4-2. And St. Louis is still on the COVID-19 protocol with several players testing positive. Their game at Detroit was postponed. And once again, we are just 23 days away from the opening night of high school football right here on Iowa Catholic Radio for the 44th straight year. We'll be broadcasting Dowling Catholic football. The Maroons are the seven-time defending champs in Class 4A. And our first broadcast will be Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. Our pregame will begin at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. So join us for high school football this season on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly cloudy skies, some scattered showers in the area, 57 degrees under calm winds. And today we will see spotty showers give way to partly cloudy skies later today, a high of 78 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center.
Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are starting off accident-free, so uh, looking good if you are already out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder King Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, yesterday, as many of you have seen probably already, uh, the explosions that rocked the Lebanese capital of Beirut. Uh, and it was, um, wow, I mean, there was video going constantly uh, on social media to be able to see this. And those explosions were absolutely massive. Pope Francis has asked for prayers for Lebanon, for all of us and their victims of yesterday's Beirut explosions, and asking us to, um, to pray and to sacrifice today. So I want you to remember that. There are, uh, I think, right now over 100 that uh, have died. Thousands have been injured, um, but they have not concluded on uh, how many have died yet, but uh, that is still... Uh, sadly, uh, to be to be seen here soon. But those explosions were absolutely massive. And Pope Francis says, quote, let us pray for victims, for their families, and let us pray for Lebanon, so that through the dedication of all its social, political, and religious elements, it might face this extremely tragic and painful moment, and with the help of the international community, overcome the grave crisis they are experiencing right now, saying this in his Wednesday general audience address, and taking some time uh, to be able to pray with the, the people there in uh, the Roman uh, St. Peter's Square. So um, people right now, I've been seeing uh, some Lebanese that are asking for prayers through the intercession of St. Charbel, uh, St. Charbel Makloff. He lived from 1828 to 1898, excuse me, and spent much of his life as a monk and hermit. hermit. Um, He's got really just a fascinating biography. Um, I I have read it when I went to a Maronite uh, church in Utah. And whenever Teresa and I go there, actually, uh, to Utah, we always go to the Maronite uh, Mass. And uh, that is just fine, if anyone's wondering. And um, it's just always a a beautiful thing for our family to be able to experience. And St. Charbel has got a a statue there, and they are very, uh, the Lebanese people are uh, very attached to him, understandably so. And uh, many miraculous healings in Lebanon have taken place of those who visit his tomb and seek his intercession, both Christians and Muslims, uh, I may add. Uh, So there's strong devotion there, even amongst many Muslims. Uh, But St. Charbel, yes, he has no geographic or confessional limits. Nothing is impossible, Father Luis Matar says, uh, when we ask his intercession and uh, for something. And they're asking especially for his his intercession right now. So we ask St. Charbel to pray for the Lebanese people, those who have died and uh, those who are experienced many different sufferings. Uh, This is what we do as a Catholic faith when things like this happen. We go to bat for one another, and we pray for one another. Pope Francis asking the Universal Church to do just that. When we come back, we're going to talk to Brandon McGinley of the Prodigal Church. Uh, this is his new book, Restoring Catholic Tradition in an Age of Deception. Uh, and we're going to see, really, what kind of traditions he's talking about and how they can really help us in the church today. The Prodigal Church, Brandon McGinley, up next. Don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today here on this Wednesday. And thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction always comes first. Whether it be plumbing, 
Heating, air conditioning services, 20 years, golden rule. One thing that I love about them is their technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hi, this is Debbie Giorgiani from Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. The COVID-19 situation has affected us all. The fact that the gospel message goes out over these airwaves is so important right now. We need your help to make sure this vital missionary work continues. Because of your support, lives are being changed. So please, prayerfully consider making a donation today. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Well, while you're at it today, make sure to continue to pray for Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI. And I do mean that sincerely, you know, friends. We, we don't just say that on this show. You know that by now, that we take this uh, prayer very seriously. And that when we say we're going to pray for someone or something, we do. And so uh, we offer also uh, our prayers for the uh, the uh, Pope Emeritus. Uh, 93, year, 93 years old, suffering from an acute phase of painful but not serious the vatican coming out and saying after there were some reports that his health was in grave danger um but uh nonetheless we pray for him because uh it seems that he's in a lot of pain right now with a disease that he's suffering from so we'll do that and we'll continue to pray for him especially second half hour in our morning offering as we move forward in praying for the lebanese people as well let's go to our first guest of the day catholic writer speaker based in pittsburgh pennsylvania Brandon McGinley, back on the show. Hey, Brandon. 
Hey, John. Good to, good to talk with you. Good to have you on, my friend. The Prodigal Church, Restoring Catholic Tradition in the Age in an Age of Deception is your new book. i got to think there's a parallel here between the Prodigal Son story and the Prodigal Church. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, the word prodigal itself is quite a, a negative word. It has to do with wastefulness and a kind of overwhelming luxury that, uh, that fritters away a, uh, an inheritance. But that's not really the, the end of the story, of course, in The Prodigal Son. Uh, when you think, and certainly when I think of The Prodigal Son, I don't think of the pigsty, I think of the party at the end. Mm. I think of the way the, uh, I think of the, the restoration and the reconciliation of The Prodigal Son. And so when, I, when, we, when we gave the, the book the title The Prodigal Church, we're not just thinking, in fact, not even primarily thinking of the negative aspect. We're thinking of the, the Prodigal Son parable as a whole, and how even when the, the word used in the, in the parable is dissipation, when the prodigal son dissipates his inheritance, you know, the thing that is dissipated, like the sandcastle that's washed away by the sea, loses all of its integrity. It loses everything about what it meant to be, what it was. It becomes one with the world around it and can't be restored by any natural means. Um, and yet the beautiful thing about the, the, the parable is that the son who has dissipated the inheritance, he has dissipated his very integrity as a person and the integrity of his family, is restored because of the grace of the Father, because there is a possibility for restoration, for reconciliation, even of the thing that has been washed away in its entirety, that is, uh, that is, uh, that is made possible by grace. So even if we look at the world around us, we see confusion, we see instability, and we see a church that feels like its moral authority uh, has been dissipated, that feels like its, its uh, integrity in some, in some instances has been dissipated. The point of the book is not to stop there and say, oh, wow, everything's terrible, but to remind us that through grace, through each and every one of us, not just the institutional church, but each and every one of us as Catholics, responding to grace and trying to build a better way of being in the world in our own lives, we can be restored. You're not proposing that we return, as you say, to an unrealistically romanticized Catholic past. Uh, where, where is it that we return? Right. And so that's kind of, the, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about in the, in the book, especially, is that, you know, there, in, there, is no, there is no going back to any particular moment in time. I talk in the beginning about the 1950s when you have Bing Crosby winning... Uh, Oscars for playing hero priests on the silver screen, and, and the Hayes Code that governed motion picture production was written by and for Catholics because the the the, the studios wanted the urban Catholic enclaves to be teeming into their into their theaters. Um, but at the same time, you have a kind of uh, increasingly um, uh, lax, uh, both you know, liturgical and uh, and kind of just everyday practice of the faith. Um, the, uh, the the great Archbishop uh, Fulton Sheen described it as the spirit of the bourgeois, or the spirit of respectability had come into the church, where mass had become a place to see and be seen. And so there's really no going back to any particular moment. And even if we could, uh, there's no moment that was perfect. What we need to do, and what the church at, at her best, when when the when the genius of the Christian faith is being played out and lived out uh, at its to its fullest. What is happening is not an attempt to recreate any moment in the past. That's not traditionalism. That's a Renaissance fair. Um, it's the um, it's it's applying the t- 
timeless traditions, those, those roots in tradition, as well as the anchor in heaven that we have. And that's essential to remember. It's not just about our tradition. It's about the constant access we have to the saints and to grace. Applying all that to the year 2020, to the 21st century. How do we, what do we learn from the past and how do we apply it right now? You say there's a uh, really distinct role that families are to play in this. So this isn't just kind of, quote-unquote, the church way out there, but something that can be born and lived within our own life as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, we talk about the, the family as kind of the building block of society. We talk about the family in, in, in political senses and in spiritual and ecclesial senses. Um, and I, somewhat distinctively, I want to talk about the family, uh, and I do talk about the family in the book, as a kind of missionary organization, because the, the, the world around us is at least as much mission territory as the unexplored wilderness in some, you know, in some uh, ancient part of the world. It is a, a world that has been kind of shorn of its Christian heritage by secularism, and where the, the everyday wickedness that is we just take for granted is mounting every day. And so the um and so we should regard the our role in twenty first century America, here's that idea of applying the church tradition today, we should regard this as mission territory. And while the family of course has a special duty to to serve as a kind of insular community that is providing security and protection for the for for the growth, especially of children, in holiness, and, and, and even just their psychological growth in a world that is very much ordered against them. In the long run, the point is to create young Christians who are going to be going out into the world, who are, are going to be, whether, we want it, whether, whether we'd like them to be or not, confronted with that kind of everyday wickedness, that kind of, uh, that kind of, of overwhelming secularism. Um, and so the, the vision I have for the, for the family is one that is less a bunker or a barracks and more a uh, base community, which is what the, the Jesuits uh, called their communities in Latin America and the later, later part of the 20th century, where, they, where the community was a place of spiritual sustenance and physical sustenance and even psychological sustenance, but the point was to go out into the community um, and uh, and serve them. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I hear you talk, and from what little I've, I've read in starting your book so far, and it's excellent already, um, when, when you say restoring Catholic tradition, again, you're not so much talking about just the smells and bells uh, of the 50s. You're, you're talking about really kind of going back to the apostolic age uh, with the apostles and how they went out to evangelize and that what they were... Um, passionate about and that is you know the 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 death and resurrection of the lord jesus christ and this is something that you know they were put to death for and so that's the kind of the you know how the church came to be even today yeah absolutely you know you know i i think that i think that part of the the tradition that's going to be that's going to be effective in today's world it is the more kind of mysterious liturgical tradition but i don't go deeply into that in the book because that's that's not that's not the end game that's not that's not the primary point either of the book or of what we're up to um, when i think about that apostolic age you know we, we think about how Constantine, um, you know, by making Christianity the, the religion of Rome, really kind of uh, set the trajectory uh, for Christendom. And I don't want to gainsay that. That's that's super important, mm-hmm. and it is part of Christian tradition to wield that kind of to wield that kind of uh, political influence and and even power uh, in a way that is genuinely. 
Christian and compassionate and peaceful and so on. Um, and yet, at the same time, we must remember that in the first couple hundred years, what was re- the, the, the faith was still growing by leaps and bounds without Constantine, and it was doing so because of the little acts of grace, the little acts of hospitality, the little acts of of of, of sometimes quite big acts of sacrifice, self-sacrifice, and martyrdom. Uh, just just being Christians, just demonstrating that Christianity is not just a series, not just a collection. Of, of, of intellectual ideas that you assent to, not just uh, an idea of, of, of Christ that we keep in our own noggins, but a, a truly, a truly, I don't like the word lifestyle, it sounds kind of weak and, and, um, and kind of like a chosen thing. I like to say a way of being. Christianity was and remains a way of being in the world, and one that's quite beautiful and joyful and, and hopeful. It's not, that doesn't have to be in, and usually should not be strident and angry and, 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 and in that sense, uh, radical. It should be radical in the sense of, of, of radically, like I said, radically joyful, radically faithful. And in a world of confusion and instability and lots of anger, uh, that that is the kind of, of sign of contradiction we're called to be. Yeah. In the last section of the book, too, you talk about friendship and community. Um, and this is something, not just uh, on kind of a parish community, which is, of course, very important, but the community that we form in our own lives and the people that we surround ourselves with and how vital, yeah. uh, really foundational that is. And again, we see that played out in the early church as well, these strong Christian communities that, uh, as you yeah. said, weren't just uh, in theory, but in practice. Practice. I mean, they would go out as community, as as groups of people, uh, and I don't know. I mean, I've said on this show numerous times, it's been one of the most effective forms of evangelizing me and my family, and we're always being evangelized, is surrounding ourselves yeah. with good uh, people that take their faith seriously. Not people that are perfect by any means, but people that right. are striving for the same goals in which we're striving for. Yeah, and I think, you know, what you said there is, is super important, that it's not people who are perfect, because I think that one of the greatest fears in our world today, and we, there's a lot of fear in our world today, but one of the greatest fears is that we can never get close to somebody or allow somebody to be really close to us, because to go beneath the surface, either of someone else or of ourselves, is to find something unlovable. We fear that we are unlovable and that we will be, able to love, we will be unable to love anybody else sometimes even our own family members, if we scratch beneath the, the, the well-constructed facade, the, uh, the kind of Instagram surface. Um, and, uh, and, and I think, I think that, 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 that taking, making a, an act of trust, an act of vulnerability, um, an act of kind of uh, intimacy of friendship with, with somebody, that is one of the most radical things we can do. I think of it often in terms of hospitality, where, where you invite someone into your less-than-perfect home. I have Four small children. The home is never perfect, <laughs> and uh, and yet and yet we that living together with others, living a, a life that is that is more integrated with others' lives than 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 is normal in, in today's day and age, involves having people into your home, and that is into your kind of slightly messy or sometimes more than slightly messy home, and that is one small step towards letting people into your messy or or quite messy soul. Um. And so, and so, you know, when we talk about, you know, a, a more beautiful, more peaceful, more joyful way of being in the world, that's not just us as individuals, nor is it even us as families. It's us as communities of friends who demonstrate that a better way is possible, that it's possible for people, not just 
within the home, within the household, but out in the world to live together in a way that is not dominated by the by the spirit of the quid pro quo, not not dominated by the spirit of calculation, where everyone's keeping a ledger of who owes each other what, but a spirit of giving, a spirit of hospitality, a spirit of self-sacrifice, where the giving is part of the game, it's part of the whole thing, that's, that's part of the point, and it's not about giving with the expectation of return. Well, from what I've read so far, it's just excellent, Brandon. And I know you've worked hard on this. The The book, friends, is called The Prodigal Church, Restoring Catholic Tradition in an Age of Deception. You can find the book at sophiainstitute.com. Everywhere uh, books are sold. You can also go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will certainly order it for you. Brandon McGinley, everyone in The Prodigal Church. Thanks, Brandon, for coming on. Great stuff this morning. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. All right. That's Brandon McGinley, everyone. We'll have him on again, too. I I am uh, sure this will not be his last one, but as I said, just starting this and uh, a couple chapters in, it's just an excellent read so far and learning a lot. Some some really good stories in there as well, as he said at the beginning of the interview. Uh, Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour, Director of Mission and Ministry for Mercy College of Health Sciences for our weekly segment, Catholic Truth and Beauty segment, that is. We're going to talk about the difference between the sacraments and sacramentals. What are sacramentals and the importance of them that they play in the church today? Uh, don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning, right here on this Wednesday, August 5th. Thank you, friends, for being a part of the show today. Boy, that was good stuff out of brain in this morning. I'm inspired. Uh, thank you to, let's see who's up next, all these pages here, uh, Dean Bell for underwriting the show. I think he's going to be at my mother's house probably right now. Mom and dad getting that new roof today. 963-4494, 30 years in business, residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs. Met him a couple years ago and just became friends ever since. And now he's out all throughout central Iowa, supporting us here as well, here on Iowa Catholic Radio, and we can't thank him enough for that. 963-4494, residential re-roofs, 963-4494. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. His disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did him homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord In a situation that seems to have unsettled the disciples, this pagan woman expresses faith by calling out to Jesus. Sometimes what we want is also what God wants for us, but he doesn't always give it to us right away so that persistence in prayer is required. Despite how wearisome it can be for fear of losing our identity and or having our sins revealed, we always benefit by being drawn ever deeper into a relationship with him.
At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. The coronavirus has impacted lives in Iowa and around the world. This is especially true in rural South Africa, where COVID-19 restrictions have led to vulnerable children being hospitalized due to starvation. To combat this hunger, Blessman International now offers a program called One Child at a Time. You can sponsor a child in South Africa for $1 a day. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. BlessmanInternational.org. You know, I was thinking as we celebrated the uh, feast of St. John Vianney yesterday, uh, died on August 4th, 1859, uh, and a century later, Pope John the Twenty-Third uh, talked about this saint and, and what he meant to the church and really was reflecting a little bit on that from John the Twenty-Third, what he, what he said. I love it when the saints talk about the saints, by the way. That's always interesting for me when the saints talk about the saints and looking back in history and seeing that. But uh, his devotion and, and really the church's devotion and praying for our priests, uh, especially right now. I want to continue to uh, remind uh, all of our listeners of that, to pray for our priests and ask uh, ask St. John Vianney, most especially the patron saint of priests, to be able to um, to assist them and to aid them in, their pr- in, in his prayers. But I was thinking, um, it wasn't too long ago, my... my my timeline is so messed up now uh, over the last <laughs> six months. I, I don't know when things ha- happened uh, uh, before, but uh, I remember, I want to say maybe a year, two years ago, most, uh, when his heart, his uh, incorrupt heart, made its way to, I believe it was St. Augustine, and uh, was there for just a short time with my family uh, before his incorrupt heart and praying before it. And many of you listeners uh, were probably there as well and remember that, but it was just a very powerful experience. Uh, his heart is incorrupt. If you didn't know, you do now, and uh, has really toured the world. And just the the fact that it was right here in Des Moines, Iowa, was pretty awesome. So I was thinking about that a uh, little bit yesterday and uh, just really brought a, uh, a warm uh, reminder of... Um, of the power of the saints and the power of this great saint as well in his prayers. All right, Bo Bonner coming up here soon. Uh, going to talk about uh, our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment this morning, the difference between sacraments and sacramentals, uh, the power of holy water when we talk about sacramentals and more. I'll have that for you, uh, but Bo's really going to uh, get into this for us and going to leave some good time for him as well on it. Uh, all right. Let's go to uh, Deacon Tony Valdez. We'll offer our morning prayer this morning for those that have died uh, and for those that are suffering still in Lebanon. We ask through the intercession of St. Charbel to pray for us. And we also ask the intercession of Our Lady to pray for Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI right now as he uh, suffers uh, from his disease, his painful disease, as we offer our morning offering and all of our prayers to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love, 
Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Oh, good sir. Well, good morning, John. How many shows have you had that had a rainbow in the middle of it? Yeah. I've never heard of that before on your show. Is it still out there? Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, okay. It was just a little bit after it rained, and uh, I don't believe so. Deacon Tony but, uh, says it might yeah, be gone. Pictures but yeah, pictures this morning. Yeah, very uh, uh, bright, double rainbow. Yeah, yeah, it was. So what a sight it was this morning when folks are making their win as we uh, moving from uh, some scattered showers in the area coming out of northwest Iowa. We're going to see that a little bit more this morning. Then it'll move through, partly cloudy. Then they're saying we could get this again, some showers maybe by this evening around five six o'clock for a little bit so well it is what it is in the middle of summer Gianna and Joseph's last baseball games were last evening so uh, that season is officially done I don't know about you I just feel like July flew by and uh, that's not something I was thinking I, I was going to say by by uh, by now but uh, yeah it was a fast month but we, we stayed pretty busy baseball was uh, yeah right at the top of it so they they had fun yeah, and that uh, that was a quick month. We had a lot uh, condensed into that month. You mentioned the, the Little League games, the high school baseball and softball seasons concluded last week, and got a lot jammed in and uh, didn't really celebrate the 4th of July too much because of the uh, the COVID uh, pandemic, so we didn't get a whole lot of celebration in, but uh, yeah, it was a quick month. Mm-hmm. And uh, hoping that uh, these next few go quick as well. Yeah, it certainly is. They've been going very well. I enjoy watching the Cubs. Uh, they've been winning, uh, the Chicago Cubs rather. No minor league baseball but here in Des Moines, but uh, enjoy watching the Cubs uh, on, on in the evenings, and uh, they've, they've been playing pretty good baseball. So They're hanging on, aren't they? Until, yeah, they are. Until football season begins, and we're going to blend everything, football and uh, baseball. But uh, Football, hopefully baseball, progressing. hockey. Uh, what else will start? Um, basketball. Basketball, yeah. NBA basketball. Can't, can't forget NBA yeah. basketball. Um, so, yeah, a lot, a lot. And probably the first time and hopefully only time we'll ever see that. Yeah, I think you're right, John. We don't see that too often. Usually one sport drops off and they'll leave you a couple to kind of monitor. But now we've got several to uh, keep in mind. Catching up. That's good. You get that bike ride in this week. You know, I, ex- I expect that. Even, you know, ride over to your mom and dad's house and make sure Dean's doing a good job or do something, you know, today with that. <laughs> I, 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 I might. I might stop by. Heckle him a little bit. Yeah, heckle. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask you, since your uh, son and daughter's Little League season's over, you uh, did not get kicked out of any games due to heckling of the, uh, well, of course not the umpires, but the, the players. You, no. Uh, you were good this year? I was good. Uh, you know, Joseph, and I, I'm just cheering him on. But it's fun to see because, you know, they're still learning the game, and, and uh, but, but they really are starting. You know, Joseph, he covered third base yesterday for another player, and, uh, you know, they didn't get the out. But it, it's like at that point, you know, where Gianna is just – you know, running to third base instead of first and, you know, doesn't know which way is up and down, but she's just having the time of her life. But it's fun to see the kids start to figure it out, especially my son. Yeah, your son's probably uh, uh, more like uh, taking after uh, you and uh, your daughter taking after your your wife, I think, with uh, that type of ability. Yeah, so, she's my, my, my wife is not uh, <laughs> astute on, on sports, so she um, I, I'm the one that has to take the, the reins there. I kind of figured uh, you yeah. were involved with that somehow. And, and you know what? Those kids will overcome that anyway, John. I think so. I think so. 
All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. A meteorologist Megan Selwall, currently from Mercy One Studios. We have uh, mostly cloudy skies. We have some scattered showers in the area. They'll be passing through 57 degrees right now with calm winds. And today, those spotty showers will give way to partly cloudy skies most of the day. And then we can see spotty showers later on this afternoon around drive time. Today's high is 78 degrees here in central Iowa with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Uh, scattered showers throughout the evening. Overnight low of 61 degrees. And tomorrow, a few showers early and a high of 82 degrees for your Thursday. Friday, more of the same. Partly cloudy and a high of 86. The weekend is looking too bad. Saturday will open up with morning showers, but high around 90 and 93 degrees, the high on Sunday with hot and humid conditions back in our forecast. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, the organizers for the Des Moines Marathon have canceled in-person racing this year due to the continuing situation with the COVID-19 virus uh, and a recent proclamation amended by the city of Des Moines that limits outdoor gatherings to 250 people or fewer. Now, this year's Des Moines Marathon was scheduled to take place on October 17th and 18th. The marathon's website said all all runners who paid registration can defer their entry fee to the 2021 marathon or uh, to the Des Moines Marathon's virtual events. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, a Major League Baseball scoreboard from last night. They had interleague play. The Cubs win again. They defeated Kansas City Royals 5-4 to four at Wrigley Field. Cubs have now won uh, five in a row, and that series will switch to Kansas City for two games beginning tonight at 7 o'clock. Twins defeated Pittsburgh 7-3. to three. Twins have now won five in a row. And both the Cubs and Twins with records of 9-2, and two, best in the majors. Uh, White Sox defeated Milwaukee 3-2. to two. The White Sox have now won six in a row. And Cleveland down Cincinnati 4-2. to two. The Cardinals, who are on the COVID-19 protocol with several of their players testing positive, they were scheduled to be at Detroit. That series is postponed. Now, once again, we are 23 days away from the opening night of high school football. And here on Iowa Catholic Radio, we'll bring you Dowling Catholic football for the 44th straight year. The Maroons are the seven-time defending champs. Our first game will be Friday, August 28th. Dowling on the road at Indianola, pregame 630, kickoff 7 o'clock. And we'll have all the, uh, the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio throughout the regular and postseason. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly cloudy skies, some scattered showers in the area, 57 degrees with calm winds and those spotty showers will give way to partly cloudy skies the rest of the day a high of 78 degrees southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour the uh, showers could uh, uh, come back in the forecast later on this evening during drive time and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your wednesday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still running along pretty well this morning. Uh, Accident-free, no delays, but again, just to keep an eye out for construction as you are out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. 
This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today is a rare feast day that celebrates the dedication of a church rather than the life of a saint. Today is the feast of the dedication of St. Mary Major Basilica, one of the four major churches in Rome. It's beautiful. St. Mary Major was built in the 5th century, shortly after the Council of Ephesus, declared officially that Mary rightly held the title of Mother of God. According to the legend, a wealthy couple pledged their fortune to the Blessed Mother. That warm summer night, one of Rome's seven hills was covered in snow, and the couple were told to build a church on the site. Hence, the feast is also sometimes known as Our Lady of Snows. Despite many restorations, the basilica still retains much of the 5th century character. For example, there are still mosaics on the walls that are original to the basilica. There are also supposedly relics from Bethlehem in the church itself. We ask today, Mary, Mother of God, to pray for us. Amen. And I mean, it is a beautiful church. Big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day experienced in wills and estate planning. You get it? It's easy to put this stuff off, but that's a mistake because we're talking about our families here. 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. When we come back, we're going to talk to Bo Bonner. We're going to talk all about sacramentals. What's the difference between the sacraments and a sacramental? And is there power behind these sacramentals here in the life of the church for our Catholic truth and beauty segment? Don't go anywhere. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday, August 5th. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. 493-1060, a Catholic veteran family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, sidewalks, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com, passionate about the work and service they provide all throughout Central Iowa. 493-1060, FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, August 5th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Emmaus House is offering a virtual retreat the weekend of September 18th and 19th called Biospiritual Focusing, Praying with the Whole Self. This program includes a basic introduction to biospiritual focusing that features presentations, reflections, and discussion. The online retreat will be led by experienced spiritual directors and retreat leaders Deborah Sheehan and Jane King, who are also both adjunct lecturers in the Creighton University Christian Spirituality Program. To learn more, visit theemmaushouse.org. The Center for Social Ministry is currently offering a new series on faith and race. There are three separate programs, Faith and Racial Equity, Exploring Power and Privilege, Faith and Racial Healing, Embracing Truth, Justice, and Restoration, and Faith and Racial Justice, Changing Systems and Structures. All sessions are eight weeks and include a retreat and an immersion experience. To learn more, visit the Social for Center, Center for Social Ministry website or call 782-3054. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. 
Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee, Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. And thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman since 2001 have been helping their friends there in Limpopo, South Africa, helping them with just the basic needs that oftentimes you and I just take for granted. Blessmaninternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show. Blessmaninternational.org. All they do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, let's go to Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences for our Catholic Truth and Beauty segment. It's Wednesday, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. You're still in Oklahoma, huh? Oh, yeah. We're uh, making sure to soak in uh, the, the, the summer with uh, the grandparents as much as we're able to. Yeah, I see that. That's awesome. You got, uh, uh, you, you, let's see, you, you sent uh, a bass, right, the other day that you caught? That was nice. Well, I sent the picture. I don't want people to think we're sending, you know, fish parts <laughs> fish to the mail to friends. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, a, a good old, like, 15-inch, probably six-pound bass. Mm. I was, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm actually loved by my father now. There you so go. That's nice. That's the way it works. Um, all right, let's talk about the difference between sacraments and sacramentals. Um, first and foremost, the difference. What, what do we mean when we say sacramental opposed to sacraments? Well, the sacraments, of course, are the seven sacraments instituted by uh, Jesus Christ and promulgated by his church, where uh, an interior grace is manifested in an outward sign, perpetuated uh, throughout church history um, as those places where uh, grace, uh, the incarnation of grace, as it were, happens. So baptism, the Eucharist, <clears throat> confession, things like this. Sacramentals, uh, with that added last part, uh, is aspects of creation that help us along the way, but they themselves do not affect grace in and of themselves. So baptism affects the grace of incorporating people into uh, the the body of Christ and becoming a child of God. Um, Sprinkling holy water on you won't make you automatically uh, wash, you know, your sins so that you can get into heaven, but they are signs uh, from the material world that would help you along your way of growing in faith. And the power of sacramentals. I mean, you know, you, you see this, and you, of course, you hear stories and you see it in movies, you know, of exorcisms and holy water, but just everyday uh, usage of holy water, there's great power there in the Church. Yeah, I think that um, you, what you see is uh, the created world, in one more way, being marshaled uh, to bring us back to the Lord, who, uh, you know, in all of his spiritual reality, and that, that Jesus has decided to do this precisely because it was the material world that had us fall away, Adam and Eve, uh, 
um, chose the sensuality of the the chosen the spirit, physical world. Excuse me, in the Garden of Eden, it's the spirit, the physical world that often uh, makes us go away from the will of God. So God, instead of abandoning the physical world, has actually used it as the primary source to bring us back. So when it comes to things like the physicality of touch and the the Eucharist or holy water or things like this, it's to show that God still, the world is still His, and even if there is sin in it, and even if the material world groans waiting for the culmination of its salvation, that it's going to be included in it, it's going to come from within it and not simply be imposed from the outside. And when we say sacramentals, holy water is the first thing that comes to mind, but uh, a crucifix, um, uh, incense would be a, sac- a, a sacramental. Um, any other ones that you off the top of your head? Well, uh, one that's close to me as a Benedictine oblate would be the Medal of St. Benedict. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's exorcism prayer, the fact that it's, you know, casted and, and, and sort of reflective of the life of uh, St. Benedict and, and the role it plays in uh, the life of, of monks. So, uh, you know, like you said, there, there's there's many other scapulars, things like this. Again, one more place where it's sort of the physicality to show the reality of the Incarnation, that these are things that you can touch and observe and, uh, I suppose, taste, but I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> I, try to do that. Can you overdo it when, when it comes to sacramentals? Well, I think what you mean, the question is what you mean by overdo it. And it, uh, certainly if it takes on a sort of superstitious yeah. uh, way, I would say overdoing it. Because basically the power of sacramentals come from two places. One is they're adjacent to a sacrament. So holy water is evocative of baptism, for instance, or, or you know, the rosary is evocative of, of the Eucharist, right, because of the, the sort of crucifixion and everything like that. But also, so that's... That's God's grace descending down into the material world. And in the opposite way, sacramentals are sort of the material world rising up to meet God. And so as long as we keep that in mind, that this is one more way that the material world is lifted. And of course, I being a body and a spirit, that means that when my spirit is purified, my body is lifted up to God, as it were, too. As long as we keep that in mind, sacramentals can't be overdone. They're only overdone if they're treated as sort of a magic, superstitious talisman mm-hmm. uh, to mani- that I can manipulate to get what I want. That's exactly where I was going with it. Uh, what do we got coming up on your show? Um, Edward Pinton has a new book coming out uh, called The Next Pope, and uh, as long as we can uh, get the hookup from Rome, we're going to be talking to him about that today. Sounds good to me. Uh, Bo Bonner coming up with uh, Dr. Bud Marr, The Uncommon Good, 10 o'clock in the morning. You can check it out at iowacatholicradio.com where it is podcasted each and every show. Talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. Thank you. All right. That puts this show in the books, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today here on this Wednesday. We'll be back on tomorrow live from inside the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you offer us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We continue, friends, to pray for those in Beirut that uh, have died, those that are continuing to suffer the tragedy of the explosions that have taken place there uh, in the people. And we ask through the intercession of St. Charvel to pray for them and to pray for us as well. All right. 
We'll talk to you soon, friends. Thanks for joining me today. I am John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you know me Lift your name on high Shine like the sun Make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.